Joining me in the studio, uh, we've got uh, Di Dixon, who's the uh, the project lead for Lot 14 down there on North Terrace, and David Rathman, the uh, Aboriginal Ambassador for the Aboriginal Art and Culture Centre. And uh, to Di and, uh, and David, good afternoon to you both. Nice to have you with us here in the studio. Good to talk to you, Pilko. Thanks. Alrighty, Thanks, and Di? <laughs> okay, whole lot of questions about Lot 14. Uh, we're here, so, Di, you, you're the project lead, you're the boss of the whole show down there. Tell us, how's it progressing, and are we able to actually come in at this stage and, and have a look at some of the work you're doing? So many people know of its existence, Lot 14, down on North Terrace, sounds great, but then you say to somebody, exactly what are they doing down there, and you'd have come across this, some people are thinking... They're doing innovative stuff, but we're not too sure what it's all about. Can you explain it to us in, in somewhat simple terms, Di? Sure, Tony. Um, yeah, we're really um, fortunate to have really established over the last 18 months uh, a vibrant workforce and people researching, studying and working in those wonderful heritage buildings along the frontage of North Terrace. Um, yeah. They are all fully activated, so there, there's lots of uh, high-tech, uh, cyber and space industry sectors working in there. But we're also really encouraging the community to, to come into the precinct as much as possible. It is moving into a growth stage so that means a lot of construction work is still planned and will be really taking off from early next year but there's the frontage along North Terrace we have the amazing community cafe and bar which is now one of the heritage buildings at the front um, of the other buildings um, and we're really encouraging people to come along there things like um, Illuminate Adela Adelaide Illuminate that happened last week over the last couple of weeks we've been using the the North Terrace frontage to really um, showcase those heritage buildings but also how they can be used for public focused events such as festivals um, and really activate that frontage um, going forward there will be the opportunity to have a lot more involvement to walk into the site and be part of it with over 70% of the site will be publicly accessible once we've finished all the construction works and about 50% of that will be landscaped open public gardens we're talking with uh, with Di Dixon and uh, David Rathman about uh, Lot 14. Di, um, we've when we hear about Lot 14, one of the things, one of the sexy things we hear about it is uh, your involvement or your projected involvement in space programs. How big a component of Lot 14 will uh, will that will that aspect of the business be? Well, it's obviously going to be a significant um, aspect. We've got the Australian Space Agency located in the precinct, and that also has yeah. accompanied by the SmartSat Cooperative Research Centre. So a lot of space focus, um, and that's really attracted the clustering of industries. So a lot of our startup space companies and larger companies, such as Miriota and Innovore Technologies, are located there. They're actually now working together, a lot of those companies together, to do things that wouldn't have happened unless they'd been co-located at Lot 14. So Miriota, Innovore and the SmartSat Research Centre have worked together to, to um, come together with a space program of 6.5 million to launch a, the first government uh, space satellite into low Earth orbit and that will really help right. with government tracking of services, so applications like that. We have the Space Discovery Centre now located on North Terrace in one of the heritage buildings and there's really been a strong uptake in terms of those space startups, so the Stone and Chalk um, Startup Centre now has a specific space uh, for space companies um so there's one of our key targets obviously is space and high tech and, sp and space is taking off literally 
Righto. You've got a question for either of our guests, uh, David Rathman or Di Dixon, by all means. Give us a ring, send us a text or an email, and we'll be more than happy to put your questions up in front of them. David, as the, um, the Aboriginal ambassador for the Aboriginal Art and Culture Centre down there, tell us, um, tell us exactly, um, what, uh, what's your vision for this, uh, for this cultural centre down there as part of Lot 14? Well, the main thing, Tony, is that we want to embrace the whole Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures from across Australia, and we yeah. want it to be a powerful, living example of both the connection with the traditions of country and the contemporary means of expressing Aboriginal culture. But this is really going to be focused on Aboriginal people having an opportunity to work with the rest of the community to make it a very immersive experience. So we want to use most of the technologies that are emerging and the ones that are already here to make it an experience that Australians, South Australians and overseas visitors will want to come back time and time again. So it's got to be an attractor. It's got to move people off North Terrace into the building and the design of the building has a green belt around it. It's going to have native um, flora. It's going to be well designed for outdoor events as well as indoor events. So we're hoping it will attract people on the basis that it's going to be interfacing with all performing arts, whether it's visual or performing arts. It's also going to embrace our traditional cultures and bring storytelling to that space as well. David, uh, what's the uh, reaction, I would imagine, positive from uh, the Indigenous community and the Torrens Strait Islanders? Are they, um, are they all for it? Are they cooperating? Are they giving you the, um, the information and the, uh, and the help that you need? Yes, we're getting good positive vibes back. In fact, we've got a Aboriginal reference group that's made up from people who've got expertise in the field, but embracing the Ghana representatives from the traditional lands of the Ghana people here on the Adelaide Plains. Yeah. But the reaction has been very positive. There's going to be people who've got their own views about how it should be done, but this is going to be a unique experience and something that's a great opportunity for South Australia. Right from uh, Sherry with a question for uh, Fadai, she says, when in full operation, how many... And what sort of people, what qualifications will Lot 14 be employing when it's up and running eventually? And how long will that be? Uh, Di, are we talking 12 months, 18 months before it's in full operation down there when the buildings are completed down at Lot 14? So the building program at the moment runs us out till about 2028. So there's a lot of stages ahead of us. But we've already got over 1,200 people, as I say, working and studying in mainly high-tech cyberspace. and creative industries. Um, when it's fully built out, there'll be over 6,000 people working uh, within the precinct. Again, we'll stay focused with those jobs, and that's the critical nature of these innovation precincts, to really set a vision and stay true to it. We don't know what the technologies and the industry sectors, industry niche sectors for those groups will be going forward. So it's about creating flexible building spaces and, and really building on the skills and strengths we have here in SA. So, Di, you say that it'll be 2028 before the buildings are completed, and when that's done, 
How many people do you imagine will be working down at Lot 14? Are we talking hundreds, couple of hundred more, perhaps three or four? Uh, what's the number? So it'll be, uh, so we're anticipating we'll move from about 1,200 to about 1,800 over the next year oh, once all the buildings. But then long term, it'll be between six and 7,000 people. And that's about a, oh, really? an economic impact to the state of 3.5 billion as well. So um, these jobs as well that are created within the precinct, there's what's called a multiplier effect. So for every high tech yeah. job, created at lot 14 there's five other jobs created both in other skill sectors and also service industries so quite a significant impact even if it's just as a result of what's happening in the precinct it reaches far further afield right it's uh, 16 minutes to two and uh, from uh, windvale rogers our first caller for the afternoon for this half hour roger good afternoon welcome to the show you're talking to uh, to die and to david go ahead what's your question yeah, my, my question to David, I, I recognise the Indian society that we have in our in our country, um, but I was wondering if there were, there were going to be something to do with uh, multiculturalism to to just you know, blend all our stupid people together, and uh, yeah, I was just wondering that. David, well, there's certainly an opportunity there. The fact is that the centre is going to be a First Nations centre, so there's opportunities for cultures to blend into this particular centre, and it creates an opportunity for all South Australians, Australians from whatever background they might have, to uh, be engaged with it all. And I think the Premier has spoken and other people have spoken about it being a point of reconciliation. So it's a building that's going to be available. It's going to have space that people can use. And this, I think, is going to be a unique opportunity for us to come together. I agree with you. Um, we need to embrace all the cultures. And most people have a First Nations beginning somewhere. They have, and that's a point of celebration that the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander community would like to connect with. It's uh, just on a quarter to two. <laughs> Email from Yvonne on air at 5AA.com.au. Yvonne, thank you for that. Question for Di. She says, is uh, Lot 14 the first of its kind in Australia or overseas, or was it based on a similar venture that's been a... Uh, that's been attempted somewhere else in the world. Lot 14, do Yeah, there's there's examples of innovation precincts and districts globally, each one very different. This one, uh, having worked in other precincts across the country and also visited many globally, I can say what got me to relocate myself here um, to SA was because of the very clear focus on industry sectors. Also, the fact that you're, you've got a CBD location, that's actually is unique to this precinct for this of this type. You don't see that globally they're usually on university campuses or out of industrial parks or on the per perimeter of cities so that's a real opportunity um, and also um, lot, lot 14 just provides that um, additional leverage so things like the Aboriginal Art and Culture Centre as a cultural piece of tourism infrastructure is quite unique as a way of bringing the community and international hopefully tourists longer term into the environment where they're going to mix with industry and researchers and businesses. You've got a question, by all means, give us a ring, send us a text or an email. Di Dixon and David Rathmer, our guests on this half hour. It's uh, just on 14 minutes to 2 o'clock now. 
SA footy legend Graham Corns talk sport with Rowie. Monday Arvos from 5. Thanks to Adelaide Tools. Big job, small job, any job. See the team at Adelaide Tools and get it done. You can't go past the IGA big deal sale for great specials right across the store. Like Continental Cup of Soup, two serve selected varieties, only $1.05 each. That's half price. Now at your local IGA. Offer ends August 10. Participating stores only excludes Foodland. Supplements for you and me. Arba Vitae Health Supplements are now available at leading chemists and health food stores nationwide. Ask for Arba Vitae at your favourite pharmacy. G'day, I'm Lucky from Nutramate and I love my Nutramate dog rolls because I'm helping local industry as they're made and owned in Australia. They also have added omega-3 to keep my coat beautiful, diamond and taurine for my eyesight and muscles and a great firm texture to keep my teeth and gums healthy. So get some Nutramate India Furry Mate, they'll love it. Three great varieties of Nutramate dog rolls now in your local Foodland, Drake's and IGA. Kickstart your service expectations into high gear with North Point Trotters' new and improved Express Maintenance Service Bays. Two highly trained North Point Trotters service technicians are deployed in a pit crew approach to ensure your vehicle receives a rapid and accurate service. Time's valuable, so make your booking at a time that's convenient to you. Then sit back and wait on their comfortable lounges. It's the North Point way. Hillcrest Prospect Port Augusta or northpointtoyota.com.au The Care Alert device is a brilliant product from an Australian family company. It can help you out of anything that goes wrong while you're at home alone. Now here's a special offer in which you can own one for just $399 and that will include 12 months professional monitoring. This is a $699 package but has been reduced to just $399. Conditions apply. Call Care Alert now on 1300 75 85 95. That's 1300 75 85 95. Are you caring for a loved one and worried about taking a break? St. Louis-on-Sea is a new luxury residence offering short-term respite support on the absolute beachfront in Victor Harbour, as well as permanent and trial stays, providing 24-hour personalised care in a purpose-built family-style home. We offer peace of mind, comfort and community. Take the stress out of taking a break. Go to stlouisagecare.com.au or phone 8552-1481. How far would you go for your dream kitchen? And how far would you go to get free installation? How about 15 minutes up the freeway to Balhanna Kitchens by Design? Two, the largest showroom in the Adelaide Hills. Custom build your dream with our award-winning designers. And get free installation on your cabinets with laminate bench tops. For a limited time, of course. Balhanna Kitchens by Design. It's not too far to go to make your dream a reality. Balhannakitchens.com.au Millions of us have chosen to arm ourselves against COVID-19. Who will you arm yourself for? My family. My community. The people I care for. My mob. My customers. My country. Book your vaccination today at australia.gov.au or call 1-800-020-080. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Scrape your caravan, Walker Crash Repairs, an RAA-approved caravan crash repairer. This is Tony Pilkington.
On this uh, Monday afternoon, it's just a little bit after 10 minutes to uh, to 2. If you're thinking about a motorhome holiday, the people to get in contact are the people at Adelaide Motorhome Hire, all one word, .com.au. And here's the offer. If you book for a week... They'll give you two days of hire free. All you have to do is simply go online, mention the fact that you heard it with us here of an afternoon on Adelaide's 5AA, and you get to set a week's hire, and you pay for only five days. So you're getting two days hire of a lovely motorhome absolutely free. It's adelaidemotorhomehire.com.au. You simply select the motorhome that's ideally suited to you, and they comfortably can uh, take six people comfortably. They've got beautifully appointed kitchens, a large screen, television and you've got uh, your own toilet and uh, your own uh, shower facilities there and it's a great way of having a holiday you're saving on accommodation cooking your own meals and you call into a spot that you really like you can stay there for one night or two nights or whatever the case might be and you've got all the freedom in the world to actually tour around this great state of ours and have a holiday adelaidemotorhomehire.com.au mention you heard it with us and you get two nights absolutely free you book it for a week you select the uh, motorhome ideally suited to you and you uh, say book it for a week you get two nights absolutely free by mentioning the fact you heard it with us uh, we're talking about the, um, the the lot 14 and the aboriginal art and cultural center down there on north terrace a brilliant looking building um di um, just uh, very quickly uh, can people actually go and, and have a look at the facility now i mean i know it's not completed and you say that it won't be completed until 2028 but is the opportunity there to, to go now, uh, as of like this week or sometime soon, and, and have a look at the uh, the progress of the facility? In terms of the whole of Lot 14 Precinct, we're more than uh, happy for people to come into the precinct. As I say, there's the cafe and bar at the frontage um, in the old Sheridan yeah. building. People can walk through uh, to a degree to some of the, the site. Um, as I mentioned, there's quite a significant amount of construction work about to start for the next phase of growth. In relation to the Aboriginal Art and Culture Centre, that construction early works will start by the end of this year, and that's adjacent to the Botanic Gardens. Um, and then the main construction work will start early next year, um, and that will see completion in late 2024. So people at the moment can go down to look at the site. We've got some renders and images up along the hoarding, and so people can actually yeah. visualise what's going to be happening as the Aboriginal Art and Culture Centre progresses, um, and the construction will be over the next two to three years and then with official opening in early 2025. Right. Um, David, a question from Jacinta. She said, uh, David, will the Lot 14 be employing Aboriginal and Torrens Strait Islander people to add authenticity to the whole program when eventually it's finalised and up and running? I'd imagine the answer to that is a, a pretty emphatic yes. Would that be right? That's right, Tony. It certainly is. One of the uh, lead-up aspects of this project is that we're already employing two Aboriginal architects who've been right. involved with the two companies that are doing the design work. So that's important to acknowledge. And the other part of it is there will be opportunities for employment throughout the construction phase. We've already had a contractors conference with the major contractors, but also with Aboriginal businesses as well who may benefit from the construction phase and beyond the construction phase. So it is an emphatic yes, there will be employment, but people need to know that the employment will be not when it's built, it's already going to start right now and it's going to lead yeah. through until the project is completed and then there'll be a new phase of employment for people after that as well. We will also be looking to train a number of people to take up jobs within this 
particular institution. So I think there's a spread of opportunities that are going to increase the value to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander community. But we also need to recognise there's $200 million of contract work to go into this project, which will benefit the economy of South Australia as a whole. Really, as much as that, that's a lot of money. Um, a, a kind of a, a basic question from Raymond Dye. He said, uh, I was a bit surprised to hear you say that it wouldn't be completed until 2028, and when it is completed, it could employ as many as twelve to 1,800 people. Raymond said, I hope you don't think my question is somewhat basic, but I'm just wondering, what about car parking facilities in that area? They're tighter and all as they are with the university down there. Have, uh, have arrangements been made for car parking? So by 2028, when when everything's fully constructed and all demolition work has happened, there'll actually be between six and seven thousand people working there. Um, so yes, really, we do have to take into yeah. consideration how people are going to move around the site. But this is one of the unique values of where Lot 14 is located, and why everyone around the world is looking at Lot 14 and what SA are doing in this space because it's so close to the CBD. We have the fortunate nature of being on a tram line, people being able to come on the train. All of our new builds will have end of trip facilities so significant bike storage showers etc so although we're not seeking to really increase the the um, car parking we hope to offer a range of people so they can get accessible access into the precinct as you would in a normal cbd around the world so there is sufficient car parking at the moment and we hope that that'll balance out as we move forward but some of the future build by 2028 will actually involve new builds demolition of current buildings that we're using so it's this transition so the, the, the precinct will evolve and start a, 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 that evolution process from now. Righto. Rachel's email. Thank you, Rachel. On air at 5AA.com.au. Um, a question for both of you. She said, uh, Rachel says, I will, would imagine, I'm guessing, she said that there will be a lot of cooperation between the facilities and the research and the, the work that's going on at Lot 14 and our universities here in Adelaide. How close will that relationship be? Di? So that's, it's really close already. Um, when I first came into the role a couple of years ago, we established a really strong governance structure. I meet regularly with all three main universities here in SA. They sit on a range of working groups um, for the Aboriginal Art and Culture Centre but also more broadly across Lot 14. We've also got the construction of the Entrepreneur and Innovation Centre which is a $400 million build as part of the Adelaide City deal and part of that is a $20 million innovation hub and that's reliant on all three of our universities being embedded in that process so that we really look at ways of joining up research and industry to come up with solutions to work together to really grow capacities of businesses that we have here and for the world to be taking notice of that. So they are they are well embedded in the journey but also are into the future as well. Um, and I'm happy maybe David wants to add to that for the Aboriginal Art and Culture Centre. The major institutions on North Terrace, the Art Gallery, the Museum and the State Library have an investment in this particular project as well so they're heavily involved tony and the universities yeah. will play a critical role in feeding in graduates to this particular project the other aspect of it is there's thirty thousand items of cultural heritage which sit in storage at the moment and you only see about four percent of that and that will be yeah. able to come for forward into this particular institution so we'll be able to display and celebrate more of the items which are both in storage at the State Library, the Art Gallery and at uh, the Museum. So 
all of those institutions are involved in the consultation process and helping us design this. Right. Di, uh, somebody wants to find out more information and uh, the availability and having a look over Lot 14, even in these early stages, is there a, an easy website that we can go to and find out that information? There is lot14.com.au. Lot14.com.au. And that has... Simple a, as that. Simple as that. Um, if you just Google Lot14, it'll come up and it's now got um, our new brand. Um, it's got a range of pages that will give you all the information on all the projects that are happening, but also how to get in touch with the, the team that are working on the project and find out more information. Thank you both for coming in this afternoon. Congratulations on the work that you do. It's an exciting project, and I'm still getting over the fact that we're still looking at 2028, you say, before it's actually completed, Di. And when it is, as many as how many people could be working down there at Lot 14? It'll really revive North Terrace. It'll give a real shot on the arm. It will. It'll be between six and 7,000, um, and that'll be staged approach. As I say, we've already got over 1,200 people working there. It'll be 1,800 by the end of this year. So it'll just keep growing as, as we are able to demand more buildings, build new buildings um, and look at how we actually support other businesses that want to come to Lot 14 but there just uh, isn't space at the moment so we're looking at how we can actually locate them into the CBD or other innovation precincts so we can really make sure that SA just keeps thriving. Di Dixon and uh, David Rathman, thank you for both for coming in. Congratulations on the work that you do and we'll be uh, following eagerly the, the progress and just uh, some of the great things to happen down there on Lot 14 down on North Terrace. Uh,